We will be chatting to Mamanisi in a moment or Tuesday with us right here on SAFM. And today we're talking about the right age to leave your children at home. Please do uh, engage as parents. I know may, most of you will, will have differing views and thoughts on this particular topic. Mamanisi, a very good morning to you and thank you for joining us. Good morning, can you hear you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for asking. Today we are we're talking about a very interesting uh, subject, that of uh, leaving children alone. And of course, just to let you know that Umama Nisi, she, she joins us every week. She is an inspirational speaker, a facilitator. She's an MC, and she also runs uh, family camps, uh, the mother and daughter, father and son, family camps and retreats. And you can find out more information she'll give out her contact details after the interview. Mama Nancy, today we're talking about when is the right age to leave your children at home. In your in, in your perspective, when is that right age? Is there in fact a particular age or is it more of a maturity uh, type of discussion? It is more of a maturity type of discussion and more of um, how much you as a parent as well trust them enough leave them because um, as much as we believe that age plays a factor, it doesn't. Um, in sexual, in, in, in actual fact, a lot of things do outside of age. Age is just an indication of whether they can think or whether they cannot think. It is our own um, way of outlook, but the, the reality is whether you can leave them alone or not depends on factors such as your neighborhood, whether you trust them. When I'm talking about the neighborhood, I'm talking about how secure the neighborhood is, how 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 good of relationships you also have with your particular neighbors. Because at some point when you're leaving your child alone, they will come in handy, or one of the people around the neighborhood will come in very handy. Mm. And if the neighborhood is not a very safe place, then age matters not. It's not safe. Therefore, you cannot um, leave them alone. You can either find somebody to stay with them, but it's a more of a maturity and a responsibility factor that you, a parent, knows is 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 their level. As, as your child mm, mm. you know Mamanisi as we're talking about this uh, particular topic I've noticed that children in the townships or you know in, in, in predominantly your black areas they are left to be independent at a very young age I mean you, you see the kids walking grade one, grade two you know they get dressed and, and, and they get going in groups of threes and fours and they walk together they're out playing in the streets in fact I think of my own life life I, I think what is my earliest memory of being alone at home I have an older sister so that also counts and my parents I mean I think from age seven eight you know and my sister was nine ten eleven we were alone at home and our parents trusted us you know t- the house would still be intact and we would still be intact when they came back but I find that in more sheltered environments like your suburbias uh, your gated communities your more affluent communities there's more of the shielding of the children you know, and protecting them, dropping them, picking up at the gate and things like that. I mean, I don't know if my assessment is really out of, you know, my own perspective, but is is this something that you see? Exactly. You are so right. Your your outlook and perspective is exactly what I've also noticed, that in the townships, a lot of children, 
as you say, you would find them working in in a number of groups from as, as little as grade one. Mm. And I always look at this and I marvel at it because I find it very brave of them. And uh, at the same time, in my back, the, the, the one thing that would also come in would be, I hope they are safe. Mm. But the truth is they are safe because the first important measure that they've taken is that they're working in groups. Therefore, whatever it is that their parents are telling them at some level is working because one of the most important things you can tell them is make sure that you're always in groups. Don't walk alone, even if it means you're fighting. Rather fight in a group, rather be angry in a group than finding yourself fighting all alone and then you just disappear into thin air. So they are always working in group. Whereas our children in different other areas of suburban places have a difficulty in terms of who do they work in groups with, who is our neighbors. Unfortunately, things are not the same thing. Mm. We need to be honest about the lifestyles that are different between our locations and the suburbs. Yeah. Truth is, in locations, we find that we are more we have a more collective number of kids that are doing things together and that are staying closer together and that are going to the same schools. Whereas in suburbs, you find that children go to different nearby schools and therefore they don't even have that close-knit relationship. They can't work together. They need to be dropped off. They cannot be seen working alone because once that happens, it's like, okay, now, why is this child alone why did the parents leave the child alone so it's always a case of a whole lot of things that you would think my location has actually a good advantage because there's a lot of things that will ease your emotions as a parent so Mm. there is is a true difference a huge one all right let's get into some of the specifics how do you prepare your child to know that mommy and daddy will not always be here and that at some point in at some times you know you'll you'll be alone in the house okay it 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 first begins with you as a parent being very specific when you're preparing your child through the stage of saying we're going to leave you alone you need to be specific of exactly what it is that they shouldn't do what they should do and what is nearby and what is far if for example you tell them the the furthest you can go is is up until you must have landmarks don't Mm. just say don't go far because your far and their far could mean something very different so have a landmark don't go beyond Antibetis home. That is the furthest that you can go. And then don't allow anybody in the house. We would not send anybody, irrespective of what they say. Don't look outside, even when they are knocking, because there shouldn't be anybody knocking. Ignore them or you either give them different rules of, of, of approach, but always be specific in terms of every little detail that should not happen or that should happen. Also, make sure that you child prove your house. If, if you know that there's a lot of things such as medication around the house, if you know that there's alcohol around the house, remove such things yeah. when you're leaving so that the child becomes more of a child and doesn't have anything that will that they would look at and say, this is one thing that mommy 
or daddy always says I shouldn't do. And therefore today they are not here. Let me do it. And one of the best preparations is knowing the behavior of your child. Yes. When you know that your child cannot um, take rules, take orders, and you cannot trust them mm. in terms of, 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 of doing what you have asked them to do the way they should do it, then you need to also know that maybe they are not just yet ready for 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 home alone stay and one of the things that you should also prepare your child for is make sure that you do you know you know those um little practice like your your practice runs mm. your, your 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 home alone trials where you say okay now that we've spoken about this now that we have given you the specifics of the do's and the don'ts I'm just going to go out so that you see if you'll be able to put in practice everything that you have. Because some kids don't have a certain sense of maturity to react in a certain way during an emergency status. So it is very important to know what your child is capable of and not capable of. Mm. And once you know that and you're also honest with it, then you know that uh, this... I'm sure that they won't do or this they can do. But it must first that with a little bit of the practice ones or the home alone trials and you having specifications that they clearly have followed and are understanding. Everything must be clear, everything must must be simple and everything must be able to be within their reach. Because once you prepare them, you need to prepare them for cases such as what happens should the electricity go away while you are away? Mm. What happens mm. should um, the water um, become a problem whilst you are away? What happens then? So you need to be able to speak about such things, come up with plan B, or leave having prepared things such as here is the... You don't even need the matches and stuff. You can just arrange for some nice electrical, sorry, um, um, battery lights. You can also arrange for buckets that have water to say, should anything happen, use this water. Mm, mm, mm. So... That is quite important and that's actually something that I, I, I never really thought about, you know, that just making sure that you, 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 your house is child-proof and that, you know, they are safe in there. Now, we know that kids will always be kids when, when you know, the cats are away, the mice play. You know, we can't mm. avoid the fact that there's a, a certain level of excitement that our parents are not here and in one way or another, they will do something, you know, naughty or they will you know, try and, you know, enjoy that freedom that they have. What about um, things like spy cameras, you know, putting cameras around the house, even if you're not there, you know, just to make sure that you're monitoring what's happening at the house or also letting the neighbors know, like, you know, a neighbor that you trust that I'm away, just keep an eye on what's happening you know, across the road, because I'll tell you, when I was growing up, um, and and actually, I was 
I was old. I was in high school. We had this neighbor that always volunteered. My mother didn't even have to ask. She always volunteered to tell my mother what's going on while my mother was away. You know, and if I had any friends over after school, my mom would know. And I always wondered how she knew until one day I discovered, oh, okay, there's a spy living across the road. <laughs> you know, and obviously I was not happy about that. But the point is in our neighborhood, neighbors looked out what's going on in each other's homes. What do you say around those issues of, you know, putting those cameras and making sure that even if you're away from the comfort of your camera of your phone you can see what's happening in the house that sounds very nice and i do and i would definitely go for it if i was a parent and can afford it mm. but if you can't afford it it is always important to have good neighborly relationships yeah. as you said there's always been that one neighbor that would look at you and monitor your your movements and tell your mom about your movements. So that is the era that we grew up in. Unfortunately, today, we've come sort of isolated. And it, it is very rare that you find that there'll be a neighbor who who would just be out there and telling you as a mother what is it that their child is doing. So yes, the cameras would be a definite bonus because you'd also be at ease as a parent to say, I know what is happening at home and they wouldn't know because you have this, just wanting to see exactly how they would behave alone. So yeah, it is it is a plus, but if you don't have, it is not also a trade mesh or it doesn't mean that you cannot have this practice safely done. It all, it all boils down to what it is that you are grooming your child to be, mm. how, how how much of, of confidence you have allowed them to have without you around them. And this practice could also be one of those practices that gives them a sense of self-confidence and independence and a sense of mama and daddy trust me. So depending on the level of your child's maturity, they will look at it and not want to mess it up, even if there'll still be a little bit of being a child here and there, but it would be on minor things. Mm. So it would be things that you wouldn't be concerned or worried about. Absolutely important. And before we let you go, uh, Mama Nisi, when it comes to teaching children uh, responsibility and them being okay with uh, being alone and knowing that, you know, they are still loved and that they're still cared for and that from time to time, mommy and daddy do have to leave. How important is it uh, for parents to reassure their kids, you know, to say, don't feel neglected or abandoned when we are not here. You know, your identity, uh, you know, is, 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 you know, is secure you are loved and at times mom and daddy will not be here but we are still with you in heart and spirit it is it is very important um that we you know it's like we're confirming them every time because we are their biggest links or, 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 or at the moment in life that they are looking up to that they are sort of drinking and taking from mm. and once we have solid solidify that it becomes very easy for them to look at anything and say because i know that i've got their routine because i know that i've got their cheerleading because i know that i've got their backing it is easy for me to then can be able to do this even when it looks scary because you know there are times when even if you've left them alone the reality of being alone between walls and realizing that 
I am finally alone, can hit very hard on them. But once they understand that whether mom or dad is not here, I know that they're here. You make them feel here. You you give them checkups, being it 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Mm. You do your video calls. You ask them to send you pictures. You ask them regularly to do things that show them that we want to know what you are doing. And that tells you that you are secure and safe. Then it becomes much easier. It becomes more of a very relaxed transition, even when there still be a little bit of a panic because being a parent doesn't come with a manual. Um, It is also important to also be alert to your feelings and your gut. If you feel that they are not ready, then maybe they are not ready. And if you feel that something is not right, you don't take it for granted. And be able to be flexible even when you have left so that when something can go wrong, you'd be able to come back home immediately. Mm -hmm. You'd be able, such things also increase their level of security, self-confidence and trust, knowing that if things were to go really wrong, it won't matter how far mom is. They leave, uh, or mom and dad, uh, they leave everything and they come home for me. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mama Nisi. You've shared some good wisdom with us and I'm definitely sure there's a parent out there who is more empowered and informed with information just from what you've shared. Can you please connect us uh, to your contact points so that parents can further, you know, confirm or, you know, consult with you on different other issues as well as partake in some of your family retreats that you have? It's Mama Nisi Matula on Facebook. Oh, Makoti and Mama Zilla Retreats page on Facebook. On Twitter, it's at Mama M, and on Instagram, it's at Marmarness. So, yes, that is it. And if you would like to get hold of us, it's 082-633-8457. One last thing that is important, coming on this issue of leaving children home. Mm. Parents must never forget that there are different laws for different countries. So it is always important to know what the laws are, to adhere to the rules and the regulations of specific laws, and to understand them so that when something goes wrong, you don't find yourself on the firing line as a parent. Thank you so much, Amama Nisi. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Kanye, and your listeners. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. There we go. Our parenting corner there this morning talking about what is the right age to leave your children alone. And I hope you've definitely learned from this discussion. 28 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us right here on SAFM.